Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and welcome to our latest talk, and this is going to be the role of cinematic rendering for the evaluation of lower extremity trauma. What we're going to do in this talk is understand the role of CT in the evaluation of lower extremity trauma and the need for 3D visualization, understand the role of cinematic rendering for 3D visualization, supplementing both classic volume rendering as well as MIP reconstructions and multiplanar imaging, also to understand how to optimize the cinematic rendering protocols to provide visualization of bone, muscle, and soft tissue, as well as the vascular components, and to individually visualize these in order to have the optimal study, and then talk also about some of the potential pitfalls with cinematic rendering. Now, it's interesting, when I look at all of the articles published on cinematic rendering, of course, many of them are case reports, but there are only really two articles that go into musculoskeletal trauma in detail. They talk about some of the advantages, and what I wanted in this uh, presentation is to go through some of the advantages, mainly by showing you case studies. I think I don't want to look at statistics. There really are no really good published statistics. I want to share with you what we're able to do. Now, the two articles, is one article in European Journal of Radiology recently published, Cinematic rendering provides a more detailed visualization of the multifragmentary intraarticular lower extremity trauma fractures with improved image quality and higher anatomic accuracy compared to volume rendering, thus facilitating the understanding of fracture morphology. And uh, the second article is an article we wrote a couple years back. Cinematic rendering is a promising new technique for the display of reconstructed 3D CT data providing a photorealistic display, and again, using this in musculoskeletal imaging becomes very important. So we looked at that, and what I'd like to share with you is where we've gone since then. Now, in terms of protocols, I always like to use dual energy CT for the lower extremities or the upper extremities because it's much easier to remove bone, and we need vascular mapping. It's ideal. We'll typically use injection rates, again, if you're looking at trauma, just routine, like a, a humerus fracture, perhaps, someone who fell, you're not worrying about uh, uh, looking at the vessels, but a vessels, because of the method of injury, like it's a gunshot wound or it's a, a laceration, then you want to look at the vessels, and 5 cc's per section per second is ideal. Thin sections, 0.75 millimeters every 5 millimeters, works very well. In most cases, we're doing only arterial phase acquisition, but if there's concern for potential venous injury, venous phase can be helpful, and that's particularly true when you're looking at AV fistula. With cinematic rendering, I like to reconstruct the images with soft tissue algorithm. Yes, you can do high-res bone algorithm as well as soft tissue, but I find that the 3D cinematic is much better on the soft tissue imaging. And again, I'll show you examples of how we use volume rendering, how we use MIP, and how we use cinematic rendering, and put it all together. Now, there are certain pitfalls when you try doing this yourself. One of the key things is having presets. If you don't have good presets, it makes every case into an adventure. Presets for soft tissue and muscle and bone and vessels are things we have and you need to use. We also can make video files. Most of what I'll show you in this talk are static images, and that works very nicely. But remember, we also can do video displays, which can be very helpful. And again, the correlation of all the images together is really ideal. We talk about vascular injury, and we know there are several artifacts present. 
again, metal, like a gunshot wound or a bullet or other foreign matter can cause what looks like a drop-off in signal. At times, patients with significant calcification, if it's an older patient, you want to be careful not to call vessel occlusion where it's simply stenosis, but with very heavy calcification, the editing takes away the vessel. So you need to be very careful. And of course, using lighting models becomes critical depending on what component of the study we're looking at. So in terms of how we do it, well, I'll look at the axials and MPRs, and then I'll look at the 3D. I'll always look at the MIP with bone removal to get a good look at the vessels. The cinematic rendering and the VRT particularly are helpful for me, not only looking at the vessels, but looking at the bone, looking at the soft tissue, and the interrelationship be between all the various components of the lower extremity. I do think because of shadowing, the uh, soft tissue component and muscle component is better seen with cinematic rendering. In terms of bone itself, you can do a little bit better, particularly with comminuted fractures with cinematic rendering. Though, of course, volume rendering works very well in that regard. And all of them are really good for looking at the vessels. So we'll look at some cases with this. So here's a nice example of a patient. You can see on the image on your left, particularly on the uh, coronal view, there's a piece of glass. The patient had fallen through a table. And you could see this active bleeding from the gluteal artery, nicely shown on the coronal view as well. Then we look at the cinematic rendering showing you the muscle, and you can see very nicely the sliver of glass right here. And then we'll go to other images and show the act of bleeding. So again, looking at all of these images together really helps you out. Now, when I talk about looking at muscle and soft tissues, this is really where it's nice. You can see the patient has an injury from the axial images, but the deep laceration, the extent into muscle, soft tissue, subcutaneous fat is particularly well seen on the cinematic images. And then, of course, I have the cinematic image with the uh, vessels in place, but there's no vascular injury. It really was a circular saw injury causing muscle and soft tissue involvement. Now, here's a good example of complicated fractures. Older male hit by a car had right lower extremity pain, and the CT demonstrates left knee dislocation but no vascular injury. The patient had, could not have this reduced um, at the bedside, the patient went to surgery. Beautiful example, the axials showing you the displacement, the classic volume rendering showing you the dislocation at the level of the knee, where the patella is in relationship to the femur. And you can see both from the interior, but especially the posterior views, that the vessels appear to be intact. And now we're going to go through the cinematic rendering where I'm showing you the muscle, showing you the dislocation, showing you the orientation of the femur, the patella, showing you the vascular map. So all of the information shown on a series of images. Another patient, gunshot wound to the left lower extremity. You can see on the axials, there's the fracture, comminuted fragments of bone. There's some of the displacement. Now you look at the volume rendering. There's the fracture. You really have a very good feel of the spiral nature of the fracture, the extent, the orientation to the superficial femoral artery, which is clearly intact, as well as some of the fragments of bullets present. And then we take a look at the cinematic rendering, and you very nicely can see on this full range of images, the muscle, the bony injury, the fragments of the bullets, 
orientation of bullets and fragments, orientation of the superficial femoral and popliteal artery to the bony fragments. The SFA and popliteal are intact. And then simply taking everything away and showing you very nicely just the vascular map. And that works out very, very nicely. Another patient, high-speed MVA, patient has a femur fracture, again, comminuted in nature, you see it on the axials. The 3D mapping with volume rendering very nicely shows you the full extent of the patient's fracture, the orientation of the fragments of bone, relationship to SFA and popliteal artery. And then, of course, the cinematic is particularly good, showing you the soft tissue injury, the open wound, the orientation of the bony fragments, as well as the vascular map. And it puts all of this together very, very nicely. And you can see it here. And again, just a few more images. Another patient, gunshot wound to the right lower leg. The key thing here is this soft tissue injury, injury of the Achilles tendon. Again, you can get a feel of some of that on this axial imaging. There it is in the volume rendering, classic volume rendering, showing you the injury by the Achilles tendon. Here are some of the uh, bullet fragments from the gunshot wound. You can see that the patient's posterior tibial artery seems to be uh, non-visualized here. Theoretically, it could be due to spasm or it could be due to vascular injury. Again, we're going to look at this a little bit more carefully. We go to the cinematic rendering very nicely, showing you the injury by the Achilles tendon, the extent of muscle involvement, the extent of soft tissue involvement. And here's just a few more images of that, again, showing you the vascular injury and really giving you the full component of the patient's trauma. Really a very nice look at all of that. Another patient, gunshot wound with active bleed from the popliteal artery. Very nicely, you can see the bullet on the axial images. You see some active extravasation. When you go to the volume rendering, you can see the active extravasation here, which shows very nicely on the MIP imaging as well. You can see the early venous filling, the AV communication, very nicely. And then we take this to cinematic, and now we're showing some of the muscle injury, we're showing the bullet, we're showing some of the injury to the skin and soft tissues, and then again showing you the act of bleeding and the patient's AV fistula. So again, the ability to visualize arterial and venous structures, looking at the muscle, looking at the skin and bony structures, all on a single examination, but you have to do multiple renderings to show it best. Another patient, this patient fell from a second story or jumped from the second story, had a trimalleolar fracture with dislocation. Again, we're looking at the complicated fracture, the fragments of bone, the dislocation by the ankle, looking also at the soft tissue on the volume rendering. And then we move over to the cinematic rendering, very nicely showing you the soft tissue injury, the uh, dislocation at the ankle joint, the patency and orientation of the vessels to the dorsum of the foot. And here's just a few more views showing you. Now in this case, uh, I could simply remove the bony structures to show the vessels, which I eventually did. But here I like to show really the orientation of the dislocation and specifically what the orthopedic surgeon knows he or she will need to do when they go to the OR. Another patient, gunshot wound above the knee, axial imaging, the comminuted fracture is well seen. And then you look at a series of uh, volume renderings showing you the popliteal artery is intact, though the bullet fragments come really close and the bony fragments. And then you see a MIP image as well, the vessels seem to be intact. 
And here it is nicely in cinematic. Again, looking at the muscle injury, looking at the bone, looking at the vessels, answering all of the specific questions and showing you how close the fragment of the femur is to the patient's popliteal artery. And again, here's where I take away the uh, vessels to show the vessels alone, very nicely showing you some of the renderings, making bone transparent, where I can see the vessels in relationship to bone, a little bit more opaque here. Here, obviously, I'm making the muscle opaque. Here, I'm taking the bone away, and now I'm just showing you the superficial to popliteal to trifurcation vessels. There's no evidence of active bleed, and there's no vascular injury seen. All of that very nicely shown. And here it is again, just showing you the type of information we can provide within a matter of minutes or seconds from the volume rendering to the bone removal, showing that with volume rendering and showing that with MIP. Very nicely done. Another patient, gunshot uh, to the thigh, soft tissue injury. You can see very nicely on the cinematic, the soft tissue injury, including the patient's bullet entry sites, very nicely shown. Again, using the presets, I'll simply change from muscle to bone to vessels. Again, it's important to me to be able to show the surgeon all of the individual components. And of course, for us, the radiologist, as I'm dictating the case, this helps me um, really make my points much better. It would be really great, and sometime in the future it's going to happen, and it should have happened 20 years ago. Your report and the images will be tied together so that when you say something, the vessels look good, the CT angio pops up with the cinematic just showing the vessels. And here it is again, views from posteriorly. Look at the detail of muscle in the middle, and again, the vascular map appears to be intact. So that is very good in that regard. Another patient, gunshot wound. And you can see in this case, the patient has a thrombus in the FSA. The patient has a femur fracture. This was eventually repaired with a bypass graft. But again, we're looking at muscle, we're looking at soft tissue, we're looking at bone, and we're looking at the thrombus in the patient's SFA, all nicely shown. And again, here's just a few more images from that same patient. These are all cinematic renderings, and I wanted to just show you the different flavors and visualizations. Most of these are presets that I have, and so I can do this on every case. When you're doing extremities, particularly with soft tissue algorithms, as long as you're doing a good injection, the presets are gonna work for the most part on nearly every case. And here's just a few more images from the skin to the muscle to the bone and vessels all nicely shown. And there it is again, just one more image of that. Now, another patient, laceration of the leg due to broken glass. You can see very nicely the injury to the soft tissues and to the muscle. And then of course you wonder what's going on. And as you look more carefully, you can see the depth of the injury, a very deep injury. So again, you can see injuries on CT, but it's the visualization of the global appearance that becomes critical. Nicely shown in the cinematic renderings. And then when I make things more transparent, you can see the injury and the gap in the patient's posterior tibial artery. Again, multiple views showing that very nicely. So I've showed you a number of cases. I tried to show you a number of cases where the cinematic rendering was very helpful on the bony component or on the vascular component or on the soft tissue component. And then putting it all together, it's a comprehensive examination. Now, it takes a little bit of time, but with presets, you can do it very quickly. I know the challenge, of course, is 
reimbursements, the challenges were all very busy. But I think this plays a major role in really showing the quality of radiology and again, what we can provide to our patients and make things better. And with that, I'll stop there. And thank you very much for your attention. If you liked what you heard here today, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and visit our website, ctss.com, for lectures, quizzes, pearls, and more. Also, be sure to check out our apps that are available for free on the Apple Store. All links are in the description box below.